All right, and we're live here on Facebook Live. I'm Joe Pardo, founder of the Middle Atlantic Podcast Conference, and I'm being joined by the amazing Jessica Rhodes. Good morning, Jessica, and thank you Good for joining morning. me. <laughs> I'm so excited. I've been seeing all your Facebook Lives with everyone else, and I'm pumped to be on the next one. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, not the next one. This one. This one right here. This one. This, this, I mean, this like, one. the next one after the last one. <laughs> <laughs> so... So for those that don't know, Jessica is one of our speakers at uh, Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference, which is happening here in Philadelphia, or just outside of Philadelphia, uh, her hometown, my hometown, or area, home city, uh, and it's it's September 9th and 10th, uh, so at least I think I got that right. I should have the I should have the page. Yes, I'm it nervous is now. Ninth and tenth. <laughs> <laughs> it is ninth and tenth. Yes, I should I should probably put that in like the graphic or something like that going forward. But uh, you know, <laughs> there's always room for improvement for next year. Um, so Jessica, why don't you you start out by telling some you know everybody about yourself and and some of the things that you do. So I'm the founder and CEO of InterviewConnections.com. We're uh, the premier guest booking agency for podcasters and, and, and guest experts. Do. So we find guests for podcasters and we get people booked for interviews on other shows. And I started my business as a virtual assistant three years ago and have scaled it and, and grown a team. I live in Rhode Island, but I'm from the Philadelphia area. I went to Temple University, so I'm really excited <laughs> to be going back down there for the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. Um, I have two kids. My son, Nathan, is three and a half and my daughter, Lucy, is one. They just started like preschool and daycare this week, so it's been an exciting week of transition for us here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the, uh, it was, I, can I go back to school now? And it was like eight o'clock oh, yeah. at night. It was like eight, eight thirty, and we're driving home and from somewhere we, and he's like, I'm going to go right now. I'm like, they're, the door's locked. Everyone's at home. Why? I'm like, cause they're sleeping. I'm like, you'll go in the morning. <laughs> school is the greatest thing ever. We should be there all the time learning. I know. <laughs> Hopefully he continues to feel that way for years and years to come. I hope so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so Jessica why don't you talk about um interview connections TV a little bit cuz that's that's really like the podcasting hub for you if i'm not mistaken yeah. right Yeah no i've been doing my uh web TV show for two and a half years. Um, in April of 2014, I started doing weekly videos and I like the first week that I started doing videos, I did like three or four that week just cause I wanted to get the hang of coming up with ideas and things to talk about. And then after I kind of got the hang of it, I went to uh, weekly. So every Tuesday, I have a video that goes out. I have um, my main blog, uh, justgrows.biz, that goes there. I have a YouTube channel um, that everyone should subscribe to. <laughs> yes, then, yes, they should. Um, and yeah, I just hit 100 subscribers, and I think that's when you can get a like a YouTube URL because right now it's like a bunch of different letters and numbers. So Angela Greaser, who I think you know, and she helps me with my social media, she was like, you got to get to 100 subscribers so we can get you your YouTube URL. So I did that. Um where I have to make the URL. Anyway, uh, and then I post them on <laughs> Facebook as well. So I've been doing videos for um, two and a half years, and they're content specifically for podcasters and guest experts. And even niche down more, I just talk about getting booked as a guest expert, rocking the podcast as a guest, so being a great guest, um, being a great host. How to? I've done episodes on how to introduce your guests, how to make your interviews more conversational, ideas on making your show more compelling, and they're kind of quick one to two minute uh, videos. Um, so if you can kind of 
get the content in. And uh, I love doing videos. I mean, I do podcasts and blogs too, but I, I love the videos. Yeah, you know, video is something um, I've done some of and in the past, but not uh, as much as I would like to. In fact, one of the great things about having like these video recordings, like webcam, you know, great looking webcams and stuff, or even just you know shooting it with a with your phone, is you can rip the audio right out, and then boom, you have yourself a podcast, and you have yourself. I mean, it's all about media, right? Like different yeah. different mediums to be on, and so yeah, yeah I mean, podcasting is awesome and it's great, but if we could do the video as well, it's something that's easy for people to connect with as far as when you share it on social media instead of being like, what is this audio? file playing i'm not seeing anything i don't i don't understand i mean youtube has kind of conditioned us for like there's got to be a video i know and i think the other thing i try to remind people is that not everyone listens to podcasts (laughs) and there's even podcasters like jessica kupperman said on she podcasts for this week or last week she goes i don't really listen to a lot of podcasts so If, yeah, you, you don't listen to Guilty. podcasts. I don't. I don't drive anywhere. I don't. I know, but it's yeah. I mean, that's a funny thing. Even people that love to podcast don't always listen. Like I do listen to a lot of podcasts as well, um, but there I don't. I mean, you know, I listen to a, a variety of different ones. Like I've got the parenting podcast that I listen to and the walking dead podcast and, you know, maybe one or two business shows. Um, but not everyone listens to podcasts. So I reach a lot of people with my videos that aren't in iTunes and cause especially a lot of people consume them on Facebook and they're not going in. Like yesterday, somebody uh, Facebook messaged me and she's like, Hey, I've been watching your podcast. So, I mean, that's clear to me that, you know, she's probably watching my videos talking about podcasts. <laughs> and I said, here's a link to my podcast in iTunes that you can listen to. <laughs> so a lot of people, you know, they don't listen to podcasts or so many people don't know how to listen to podcasts. That boggles my mind. And um, I was, uh, I've been spending a lot of time with my parents this summer and my mom was asking me, um, you know, about podcasts to listen to. And she was going on a long drive with my aunt and they were like, Jessica, give us some podcasts. We have a long drive. And they're like, okay, how do we listen to it? I'm like, you have an app on your phone. You literally cannot even delete it. Like, just go to the app. <laughs> but, I mean, a lot of people don't know. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny that you mentioned the app part. So, um, uh, if for anyone that doesn't follow, like, follow me on Facebook or whatever, uh, I had posted earlier this month about how uh, my downloads had greatly jumped because my feed was, like, quote-unquote broken because I was only yeah. showing 10 episodes. And, Jessica, you know, thank you so much for pointing that out. But very interestingly, I was sitting with uh, Rob Greenlee, uh, like, I don't know, a week ago or something, and we were talking about this. So we actually went and looked at my blueberry stats, and mm-hmm. what ended up being was almost a third of my – or actually almost two – like somewhere between a half and, and two-thirds of my downloads. I guess like three-fifths or whatever is math and 10, 1030 in, in the morning. Uh, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> we're coming from Google Play and Android. Wow. Yeah. So the explosion that in which, you know, like uh, three times the amount of downloads in a month that I was experiencing was coming from Android and Google Play, which only just recently in the last, I don't know, what, like two, three months, four months, maybe, uh, had, you know, have put the podcast into their into their store. Finally, I just added um, iHeartRadio because they like Lipson just made that available as a destination. So I added that for Roads to Success. And I've also changed my format a little bit. Like I've been making a lot of tweaks and my downloads have grown like uh, last in June. I or no July. I had about 1700 downloads and I've had over 2000 in August. And then it it grew even more since before and in June. Um, And I'm like, 
so, I mean, one, I think it's because I changed the format a little bit and got really niched down into the topic, like podcast interviews and getting booked. Um, but I, I wonder, I could probably go back and see where they're coming from. Cause I'm thinking, wait, did going to iHeartRadio, like are people finding it there? Um, but it is interesting <laughs> to think about like what, what affects the downloads going up and down, um, I should probably look into that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough, though. Like, I just got an email yes, uh, a couple days ago from somebody that was like, hey, I found you on iTunes. And I'm like, I, you can barely find my show on iTunes. Like, you type in yeah. Dreamers, and I'm like the eighth show. And the worst part is, is I'm the only one with the word Dreamer in the title. The iTunes search <laughs> algorithm is the worst. It's so bad. I did a podcast about podcast discoverability. And I mean, you could type in, I'm pretty sure when you type in the podcast producers, we're like maybe the third or fourth, you know, result. And it's literally the exact title of our show. <laughs> wow. Wow. I wonder when iTunes and Google will like get in bed together and just fix this whole problem. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, I, the only way to find like to, for myself to really come up is if you type in my name, if you type in my name, my three, fortunately, my three yeah. shows that I've done are, are the first three that come up and then other shows that I've been on, uh, you know, follow behind it. But it's but not, a, you know, not everyone's searching for Joe Pardo uh, in, in their yeah. iTunes. So it's yeah. it's tough. Like and, and yeah, the description doesn't really help that much. Like I added like tons and tons of verbiage to my yeah. to my description didn't make it. Look at difference. Uh, I need to edit my description. My the description of my podcast hasn't changed since the, I launched it, and my show has changed. I was just thinking, I really need to change that because if you read the description of my podcast, it's a little dated. <laughs> I wonder how many podcasters forget about these like little details. Um, yeah, I need to do that. It's like you need to practice what you preach. I always teach people like fix your description and work on your your titles. You're about. And then when you actually do it for yourself, you're like, oh yeah, I need to do that for myself. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you do need to update that from from time to time. I, uh, you know, I've I've used a lot of the, the lessons that you you've had in your show for like for my own stuff because it's it's sometimes yeah. you have to hear it because it's it's just easier to just be like, oh, I, I got you know, I, I know what I'm doing because I'm doing it already but yeah i try to make my my show and my videos specifically tips that are almost seem so simple like usually the 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 tips and the topics that i think oh would this be a good video my first thought is oh no that's so obvious like everyone knows that and they're the ones that people are like oh my gosh that's such a good reminder i didn't even think about that and i'm like oh yeah not everyone is sitting like not sitting around but like working all day every day on what i'm doing like this you know, these are actually good reminders for other people. You know, we forget what people know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's true. And, and so, cause I mean, there's people that don't, that don't know, well, you know, right off the bat, but there's, yeah, it's always those like little details that we, we kind of gloss over because we're just so, uh, too much working in and, and you know, instead of on our business or our, yeah. our podcast or whatever it is. So, you know, it's, it's good to have that that reminder, and your show is so short. I mean, to me, yeah. the, my favorite moment was when your your son was running down <laughs> behind you with the stroller. That's the best. That is <laughs> easily my favorite, and I was. Um, it's it's a video for those of you who haven't seen it. Uh, I'll grab the link to it. But he was. I was doing a video. I had like my selfie stick holding the camera, and he was you know just pushing like the little baby stroller behind me. And how it worked out, it was the very end of the video, and he just started pushing it, and it looked like he walked into the woods. <laughs> and when I was and when I went back to my office to edit it, 
and I just posted a link. Um, it's justgrowds.biz slash one sheet and just watch the watch till the end. Um, I'm laughing so hard when I'm at the when I'm at the computer editing it because it looked like he just walked into the woods and the camera went off. Oh. <laughs> this is amazing. I love those moments. <laughs> so, Jessica, why don't we talk about um, the topic that you will be speaking about at MapCon this year? Yes. Okay. So, I'm talking about rocking the podcast from both sides of the mic. Um, you know, getting booked and being a guest expert on podcasts is something that is so popular right now. I mean, I my uh, business serves both podcasters and guest experts and I have a much higher demand and have a lot more clients who want to be guests on other shows. Um, and a big reason is because it's, it's a lot easier for people to get into podcasting. It's a lot easier to start as a guest because you don't have to worry about, I mean, I always do say get, get a microphone. Like you do want a nice spend microphone so you have good sound. Yeah. Spend 50 yeah. bucks, get an ATR 2100. And just so you have good sound, but you don't have to worry about editing, producing, launching, marketing, all that stuff. You can just get on and, you know, still be on podcast and experience the uh, benefits of it, but it's just a smaller barrier to entry. But most people don't know, even podcasters who do know how to do a podcast and then they want to start getting interviewed. They don't know the first step and, you know, what do you need to be a good guest? How do you find shows that are a good fit for you? And how do you pitch podcasters? I mean, if you're in any Facebook groups for podcasters, I guarantee you have seen a post about, Oh my gosh, I just, I'm getting pitched so much and people are just, you know, I, I talk about how to actually write a pitch that is good and that podcasters are going to read and they're going to like, and it's going to help you connect with them, um, for an interview. So just all that basic stuff that literally my team and I do all day, every day, like we're constantly finding shows, connecting our clients with interviews, writing pitches, building relationships with podcasters. Um, so talking a lot about being a guest expert on other shows, uh, but then also rocking your interviews, like how to actually have a good interview. So the guest wants to share. I mean, a lot of, I saw a little heart and I was like, is there a cat running through the room? <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, you're talking about on Facebook, right? No, yeah, it's on oh, yeah. Facebook so, Live. Somebody, yeah, that's right, because you are Facebook Live. Somebody put a heart, and I was like, what's going across the screen? Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. Uh, didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Not hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, talking, you know, a lot of people talk, you know, I've been interviewed and people say, what makes a good guest? And one host I remember said, I think what makes a good guest is somebody that shares the podcast. And you know what? If you're not a great host, you don't host a good show, you don't you're you don't have a good interview, a host do, or a guest does not want to share your show. Like it doesn't matter how many click to tweets you give them, it doesn't matter, you know, how fancy your marketing is and how fancy you think your show is. If you don't treat them well and if you don't make the experience good for the guest, they're not going to share it. Like I've been on shows where I'm like, I am not sharing that show. Like I did not like that experience. So talking about actually give, making a good experience for the guests so that they want to share your podcast and they want to help you grow your audience. Wow. Yeah. So I, I would, yeah, I would totally agree with that. Get, you know, having the, the, the best foot forward first um, before you even get to that point of like, let's, let's share it. Uh, let, you know, cause a lot of times um, the guests doesn't necessarily want to share it. They, you know, they don't necessarily have the time to, or the, yeah. the, uh, you know, they're just, they're just not going to, or if they're on a lot of shows, like a lot, a lot of shows, 
maybe they're just not going to share it because yeah. that's all they would be doing is sharing their interviews right. with everybody. I mean, there's yeah, especially if you're getting guests on your show who have been on a lot of podcasts, maybe they're on shows, um, you know, every day or every week, they're just on multiple, multiple shows. It just might not make it into their promotion because big celebrity guests who do a lot of media and have a lot of content, they're very mindful and strategic in what they're putting out to their community. Like, I think a lot of podcasters know this, but guests by and large are not going to email their list about their interview on another podcast. If it's a really big show, I'll add it as a PS, like on the bottom of an inner, like on the bottom of an email. Um, and I've certainly done it with shows that again, I really had a great experience. I want to help that podcaster. I want to get more exposure onto this show. I might say, and I went add it to my easy, but nobody's sending solo emails to their list about them being on your show. And I also talk about the mindset of that your guest is not your like you know secret to success having guests on your show is not like the key to growing a large audience you know listeners are there for you um i have over the past six or seven weeks my podcast roads to success after having been an interview based podcast for a year and a half, I started doing more solo teaching style episodes and I still include guests on the show in a smaller way. So I'll have segments. So this week's episode, there was a 20 minute interview with my dad, who's my business coach, Jim Palmer. And then I had Corey Coates call in and he had like a two, three minute, uh, segment. So I still include other guests, but I'm the focus and I'm the teacher and my podcast downloads have just skyrocketed because it's so funny. Corey goes, newsflash, people want to, you know, your listeners are there for you. They want to hear from you. And I think that when you make that, when you change your mindset that, okay, this podcast is about me. This is my show. I am driving this car and my guests are, they're there for the ride and I love having them, but they're not driving the car. That really helps grow your show. I, you know, I couldn't agree more. It took me a long time to uh, to figure that to figure that out. That uh, yeah. you know, it's like it, you know, so a friend of mine a long time ago. Well, you know, two and a half, like two years ago, was like Joe. He's like, why why do people watch Ellen? Not because of the guests, because right, Ellen's gonna be there every Ellen. week, every day. Yes. You know, and next week she's gonna be there. Like, not the guests, not the celebrity, yeah. whoever it was. Like, it's really up to to those. Uh, to the hosts to 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 be the reason to keep coming back as a you know for listeners to keep coming back and yeah. you have to you have to own it um that way because i used to you know i say oh my show is like uh almost like a like a documentary journalistic view yeah. on the my guests it's it's all about my guest and that's it's my guest show and yeah. Um, and it wasn't until this year that I added a pre-show where I, I sat down. And I, I have a, a co-host that, you know, sits here and he's like my Robin to his Howard. And I, and I pretty much talk most of the time. But point yeah. is, is I think I saw one of your lives and I'm like, that other guy is not saying anything. Who is he? <laughs> I know you can't see him. All, he's just off camera. It's by design uh, on his part. He doesn't he doesn't necessarily want to share the, yeah. the spotlight. But um, but but we've known each other since, you know, I was, we were little, like real little, like six years old, yeah. five, six years old. So um, it's it's great to have that that sounding board. So when you're, you're sitting here talking, um, you're not just talking into the void of like, OK, I'm on Facebook Live, but 
you know, there isn't a whole lot of comments coming in and I'm just, I'm just talking about my topic and, you know, yeah. I could do it, but it's, it's just not as fun. Like, I, I mean, you yeah. can see behind me, I have turntables, right? So like for me, yeah. it's all about giving that energy and then getting that energy back. So po- while podcasting isn't like that, mm-hmm. it's definitely, it's definitely a bit different when you're on video than when you are just, you know, letting your mind go. Yeah, no, that was a big um, transition. Like the first solo episode I did, it was so much more awkward for me to be talking into the microphone without having a guest on the other line. And it just takes a few episodes to kind of get the hang of it. Now I can, you know, open up GarageBand, turn on the mic and and talk and I can kind of envision my audience there. And I get, you know, I I got used to it, but it is, it's different at first. Like when you first start podcasting, like from day one, maybe you start with an interview show, you have to get the hang of interviewing people and being a good host but then it doesn't matter how many episodes you've done if you change your format it's like you're learning to drive a new car and a new well let's say you're learning to drive a stick shift and you know how to drive a manual (laughs) or an automatic Um, this is what you can get for me at MapCon. Really bad analogies. <laughs> yeah, some of the same exact thing. <laughs> a stick shift or, or a manual. You know, it's yeah, either one. It's like you're learning to drive one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thanks for the transition into MapCon. Uh, Seamless transition. <laughs> so, so MapCon is taking place September 9th and 10th in uh, just outside of Philadelphia, in the suburb of Philadelphia, here in South Jersey. It's like 20 minutes from the air, the international airport, Philadelphia International Airport. Uh, tickets are on sale right now for $150. Uh, you, you know, we're gonna have a Friday night mixer. Are you, you gonna be there, Jessica? I'm flying. Yeah, I'm flying in uh, Friday at like six or seven. I don't know if I'll be at the mixer. I'm actually staying with my brother who lives in Philly, but I'm going to be there as much as I can. Definitely all day Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, actually, if you're flying in that late, I wouldn't expect you to come over to Jersey. I probably then... won't even make it regardless. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's seven o'clock because it starts at seven o'clock. So it, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah I probably won't make it to the mixer, yeah. but I'll be there on Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Are your kids joining you for this one or no? No, 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 no. no my God. No, Gosh, traveling to conferences with the kids is uh, make it look good. You make it look really so easy. It's it's really a pain in the butt. Um, It's kind of nice. So I brought them to Podfest in Florida uh, because Lucy was still six months old. I was still breastfeeding. So I brought her. But it was it was a lot harder because I had to split my attention. Whereas when I went to podcast movement, I didn't bring them and I could just like be there. I could be there at the conference early. I could have drinks with people at night and not feel like, oh, I have to go be mom now. So, no, I I don't bring them unless I absolutely have to. (laughs) Well, you know, you're working. That's the difference. You know, know, that's the difference. It's it's not um, pretend working. You know, yeah. like oh, I'm just doing this for fun or I know, for the heck yeah. of it. Um, yeah. so yeah, so uh, included with your ticket, you're you're getting a free Philly feast lunch on Saturday. Uh, so we have cheesesteaks and sausage and peppers and and hoagies and tasty cakes and pretzels and all that hoagies, good stuff. Not subs. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Do they call hoagies. subs up in Rhode Island? Yeah, I mean, um, I just when I moved out of the region into New England, I started to realize some of the mid-Atlantic like dialect or accents and like different words we say, like hoagie. You like the hoagie. Um, People made fun of me for that when I moved up here. Yeah, they don't say hoagie here; they say sub (laughs) or like a grinder or something. I I wouldn't call it a grinder. (laughs) 
personally. It doesn't sound very uh, appetizing, I, I personally. <laughs> I, I, I think a grinder is a hoagie that you toast. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I, I do enjoy a toasted hoagie from Wawa. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I wouldn't. But it's not a grinder. It's no, a I wouldn't. Hoagie. I wouldn't call it a grinder. <laughs> Maybe if they blended it first or something, or like pureed it and then poured it on a bun and then toasted it or something. <laughs> that would be so disgusting. It, it sounds. It sounds pretty disgusting. Um. So yeah. So we have this awesome feast that's included with your ticket. We have free headshots. I don't know if you if you realize Ooh, this. Free, free headshots. Headshots. My uh, That's my killer. very good friend Jeanette Pellegrini from JeanettePellegrini.com is coming down out of uh, Long Island, so she's driving three hours to be here to to set up uh, her booth for professional free headshots that are included wow. with your ticket. That's honestly worth the like that the ticket is worth the <laughs> headshots. Am I saying that right? I mean that's amazing value. You could pay double that just for headshots alone, and you're getting a whole conference. So guys, if you're not going. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, she'll even be there to take pictures of all the speakers as well. Uh, one of the, the speakers from last year, Anthony Minaya, used uh, one of her photos as his, as his Facebook profile picture for like nine months after the conference. It was wow. that good. I mean, it, she does really wonderful. She does a lot of celebrities and bands and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Broadway productions, and she's yeah, she's wonderful. This is all she does is photography. So you're getting a real like photographer. This isn't like oh my, you know, cousin Sal's coming with this camera. And you should have good headshots. This is going to be one of my tips when I'm speaking there is to have a good headshot. Uh, your online presence is really important, especially if you want to, um, you know, grow your audience and go on other shows. Having a crappy headshot is literally what has kept some people from being booked as a guest. So getting a good chat headshot is very important. Wow. Yeah, I, I, well, I wouldn't have suspected a headshot holding people back, but you'd be surprised. <laughs> I have seen it all, my friend. <laughs> I'm sure you have. I mean, that's what you do all day. I mean, I'm just one, you know, use case, you yeah. know, one, one case versus you are touching so many people uh, in, in that sense of, of getting people booked. So yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. Um, so yeah, then you also get uh, the the virtual ticket. So it, you know when I think it's like October tenth, the all of every single session will be in HD uh, video. So you'll have access to that. So you won't miss anything. Now, one of the great things about our conference is that we only have one track. So there's only one room. So yeah. everybody, the energy is in one room, and it's not dispersed between a bunch of different rooms or anything like that, um, which is good for me because I, yeah. I, I'm pretty much running the whole show here with, uh, with just one volunteer, uh, one or two volunteers here or there. So for the most part, it's, it's on me. So one room, I, I, can, I can get behind that. Yeah, that's really great. I've been to conferences that have, you know, lots of different rooms and lots of different tracks. And you might see somebody that you wanted to hang out with like once because you're going to all these different ones. So being in one room is you really get to know everyone so well. And there's just this camaraderie um, of everyone in the room. So that I think is a great value. I, I would agree. And and you don't have to make that short, that hard choice of yeah. like, oh, do I go here? Do I go there? You know what? What is it that I I I want to get out of this? Um, and then having to go back and watch the videos later. But either way, you'll have the videos. So this year we're doing we're adding something called the podcasts uh, podcast coaches dating game. I don't know if you you've heard about this, Jessica. I have not. Uh, <laughs> so it's a, it's a different take on a panel. Um, I have announced in the past, uh, but I now that we I think um well I have my my newbie podcaster as our contestant. Uh, I think I'll, I'll leave the names uh, off the table for now. 
Um, so if, if the person who is my newbie podcaster is listening to this, don't go back and listen to the other interviews or else you'll know and be able to research who you'll be vying for the hearts or, uh, the heart of, um, so we have dating game inspired questions that are centered on, on podcasting. Uh, we have, uh, our host is going to be Christian Lee and he's hilarious. Um, absolutely hilarious. I'm so happy to have him and, and have him also being, uh, the host for the, for the game show. But, you know, so at the end of the game, uh, our, our newbie podcaster will get to pick which uh, podcast coach they want to go on a coaching session with. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it should be very funny, uh, very entertaining, and a different way of looking at, uh, you know, a, a, a traditional panel. Yeah, I like that. The other thing that uh, uh, some people might not realize is that we also have the creative podcast competition going on again this year, which... Uh, Spreaker is is so awesome for sponsoring because we're giving away four ATR twenty one hundred USB microphones plus wow. a prize pack to go along with it from Spreaker. It's they're they're awesome for doing this for us. It's uh, which is good because we gave away four last year because um, we were sponsored by Audio Technica, but this year we we ended up going with Spreaker and they 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 you know doubled down and gave us a whole prize pack to go along. So amazing four people. So if you have a podcast, if you don't have a podcast, it's also really really great. So you're going to have thirty minutes to craft a five minute podcast that you'll have to perform in front of everybody uh for amazing prizes like an atr 2100 microphone so uh you're judged on like creativity and your opening and your closing and your theme music and everything i mean you have to produce a whole five minute podcast uh within you know within five minutes and you get a bag with three items in it so you don't know what the items are going to be and you have to incorporate those items into your show for extra points, you know, extra uh brownie points with the judges who are our featured speakers this year. So it's it, it last year, I mean, if you haven't seen it, uh you should go to middlelandpodcast.com/wrapup15 and watch like scroll down to the second video. The first video is the whole conference. So if you if you didn't see it, you can watch the whole conference from last year. But scroll down to the second video and you'll see the winning team that won the microphones. I was crying. It was it was called the Not Working Podcast. It was all about networking and how not to network. So oh, Jessica, nice. if you haven't seen it, you, you I know you'll you'll really appreciate it. That's awesome. Um so yeah, so we're 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 giving away prizes. We got food and headshots and a whole day jam packed full of amazing speakers like Jessica and like so many other people coming from uh I don't want to say all over the world, but we have we are international with Mark Asquith coming from the UK and we have There you go. A few people coming from California, Rob Greenley from Seattle uh texas national conference international conference international conference yeah i mean it's 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 amazing that how we go from a school gymnasium one year to a a you know a legit international conference the next really really awesome events are not easy to put on and joe is doing a really great job i'm so excited to be there this year well thank you i'm I'm excited to have you there and and everybody else jessica i wanted to ask you what does podcasting mean to you What does podcasting mean to me? Um, That is such a, a, I don't know how to put it into words. You've caught me speechless. I mean, (laughs) podcasting is, you know, it is like my life now. I mean, it's my whole business. My whole business is based around podcasting, but I also love it so much. I choose to do 
um, multiple shows, you know, both in my business and, uh, for fun, you know, as a hobby, I started a show with my husband. So when I wanted to figure out a hobby for Jamie and I to do together, I said, let's start a podcast. (laughs) So it's just a way, you know, I see it as not only a way to, um, you know, good marketing strategy, but just a way to get your voice out there, um, to connect with people. I mean, I don't know. I'm not that poetic, but I just, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the name of the, the show with your husband is, it's like he wanted to say Crossing yeah, Roads, but it's... The Crossing Roads. It's the Parenting Roads. The Parenting Roads. Roads is our last name, R-H-O-D-E-S. <laughs> the Crossing Roads sounds very uh, morbid, I think. I think they that's... Might the... be like us, us going like not together. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's been fun. Um, We've only had three episodes out because it's just a whole other challenge hosting, starting a show that's purely for fun and not, you know, because Roads to Success, Interview Connections TV, the podcast producers, these are all really intertwined with my business and something that I just, you know, that I produce when when I'm working. But Parenting Roads is something that Jamie and I do together. So not only do we both have to be... um, like wanting to do it but we also have to you know have them like microphones in play like all that stuff um and then what to talk about too so you know we launched the show with one idea in mind and three episodes in we're like i think we need to tweak it like i don't think <laughs> we should keep talking about this thing so it's it's a challenge but it's fun i like it it's i see it as like a project and not something like i'm not you know, saying, Oh, it has to be out every two weeks or it has to be out every week. Like I really do see this as something I'm giving myself freedom to create something that is that I'm proud of and not just like trying to stick to a schedule. Mm. Yeah, I would Which agree. Is, like I never really give that advice, but, but it's not the same, right? Like, that's not like you're like, Oh, well, you know, the other two shows, three shows that I do, uh, you know, whenever it comes out and then, but because you recognize that that's part of your marketing plan, you know what I mean? That's yeah. how you get yourself out there. That's how you, uh, you know, people get to un- know you and, um, know what you do and, and all that and get the, the warm and fuzzies from it. Right. Cause otherwise, I think, I'll just, I think I'll just say that season one was three episodes and we haven't started season two yet. How about that? <laughs> oh, wow. You're, you're that far away from doing episode four, huh? <laughs> We'll probably record it hopefully hopefully today. I'll try to um, – because even last night, it took so long to get Nathan to bed. Or no, maybe it was two nights ago, and I'm like – it was 10 o'clock, and then Jamie's like, I'm too tired to record now. I'm like, all right, let's just watch The Good Wife. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know I know about this because I, I did um, the birth podcast with, with my mm-hmm. wife. And, yeah. of course, we didn't have any kids to, to get in the way. Um, yeah. We just had a kid to talk about, you know, yeah. on the road to becoming a uh, or on the parenting uh, parents. Roads. Yeah, <laughs> on the parenting roads. There you go. So it was it was definitely uh, I mean, it wasn't a ton of work, but like we I definitely tried to incorporate like different things, like from the doctor's perspective of like what mm-hmm. was going on um, medically. And let me ask that. you this, Joe, yeah. when you because you, you know, clearly between you and Melissa, you are the podcaster. And no, that's did you Ava. have any like, <laughs> <laughs> did you have any um, challenges of like, you know, trying to be like, because I, my challenge is I'm kind of bossy. So I'm trying to like, let Jamie have equal say in the show, whereas I'm like, no, this is how it needs to be. Um, <laughs> like, did you did you find yourself wanting to just like lead and direct the whole thing? And just like give her a say too, or how that, how is that dynamic between the two of you producing a show? 
I think a lot of times I, I let her, I, I think I tried to get out of the way for her because mm-hmm. I think at, at the time I was still in that, that mode of like, I'm the interviewer. And, and at first I, I had this idea of like, oh, it should be like a dot, like a hardcore NPR documentary where we just talk yeah. monotone into the mics. And then we have, you know, right. these recordings intertwined with it. And yeah, I, it, it, we grew from that. Um, and, and got a little, little sillier as it, as it went along. Um, and then sometimes yeah. we didn't have as many interviews, like not interviews, but like conversations with our parents. But I tried to get as many of those conversations as possible. And as it turns out, there wasn't like a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Like I thought there would be like, I thought yeah. we were going to be like, Oh, there's going to be tons of, co- like we're going to be talking to our, well, our parents, she'll be talking to her parents and, and there'll be tons of things like that will be recording and it'll be great. Um, and there is, but I think towards the end, I was kind of getting tired of doing it because I, I had a lot yeah. of other things going on and right. I was like, you know, I just, I just want to get this completed. Like, so we did one episode after Ava got here and then mm-hmm. that, that was the end. I and mean, that was really where, where we were planning on, on ending yeah, it anyway. Sense. Yeah. The so happened. Yeah. Did but you it's good because we can go back. the birth at all? Like, did you podcast in the hospital? Uh, no, but no. I mean, I have video. I don't blame you. I mean, so we started the parenting roads because we were talking a lot about homeschooling and I'm like really into the idea. And Jamie's like, I just don't know. I'm totally like, not sure if I want to, I'm not sure if I don't want to. So we're like, all right, let's start a podcast. We have a place to talk about it. We have a place to interview friends and family and just discuss it. And the problem that we fell into was that we both, instead of keeping our minds really open throughout the conversations, each episode, I got more and more wanting to homeschool and he got more and more kind of on the other side of like pro, you know, wanting to public school. And so it ended up being kind of a debate between us. And I was like, you know what? I don't like this. Like Mm. I, the point was to have, you know, both have relatively open minds to all the discussions. Um, but you know, my husband's a lawyer and so by nature and by training, he's somebody that even if his mind is open to both things, he's going to pick a stance and argue it because that's how he figures out if he agrees with the argument, which like doesn't, it's not easy to be the person talking to him sometimes. <laughs> um, but you know, that's so, and it just kind of got to like, I wanted the show to be really upbeat. And then as we're like debating homeschooling and public, it just got like serious. And I was like, you know what, this isn't like going in the direction I want it to go. And even the most recent, you know, interview that we did, we, we recorded, um, Jamie and I were at my parents' house and, you know, we were all on the mic and had this whole conversation and I'm not even going to edit it and publish it. Cause I'm like, this is not, this is not what I want the show to be. This, this particular interview was, um, I don't want to publish this. So I just, hmm. you know, normally I would tell podcasters like, yeah, put shows up, they're going to provide value. But I think with something that is a lot more personal, I'm just being a lot more careful about the the tone and, you know, what we talk about. So we're going to think through and, you know, is like you said, you kind of started with like kind of being the reporter of like having lots of different things, like lots of different audio clips. And um, and I yeah, so that's kind of what it turned into. And it just got too deep and we've just kind of rethink it a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, I let me well, right there. I mean, you would say that you're 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 kind of bossy and, and right yeah. there you're like, no, no, this isn't, this isn't good. But, <laughs> but I'll be, you know, like, think about it. that can provide value for people who are in that, that situation. Like yeah. I, I saw a picture where you were like hashtag homeschooling or something like yeah. that with one, one of your, with your son. Yeah. And I, and I thought to myself, you were like doing something with science and I'm like, yeah, 
I'm gonna have like if I were to do this with Ava, I'd have to like relearn this stuff that I don't quite remember. Like yeah. I know it, but I'd have to Google it and relearn it, and then how to go about doing it. Probably watch a couple of YouTube videos on it just so I could teach it to Ava. I'm like. Yeah. Man, that's, that's, a, that's like going to be a lot ch- of time. That's the challenge that excites me. Like yesterday I took Nathan. He had a $20 gift card to Barnes & Noble from his nanny. And so I took him and I'm like, you have $20. Like that is what you have. I'm not like giving you 10 extra dollars because you want all these different books. And what I did is I brought 10 blocks in a little bag and that represented each dollar. Um, and when he picked a book, I was like, all right, take 13 blocks out. You have seven left. And I just have so much fun doing that. So, you know, it's something – I don't know. Like, I don't know if we will homeschool or not, but that stuff, like, I really want to do that stuff. So, um, but I mean, in regards to the podcast, I just need to figure out, like, is this a show where we're going to dive deep and like teach about different things? Or is it a personal journal? Like, I kind of thought it would just be a personal journal of me and Jamie kind of talking about different things that we're you know doing right now and what our family is up to and kind of weaving in some like, maybe tips based off of our experience, but not trying to be like, I'm not a parenting expert. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) well, you know, Melissa was, was, was conscious about some of the things that we, um, shared on the show for, for birth. And, you know, I I was like, look, this is, this is what happened. This is what was said and how it was said. And, um, we're going to want, you know, we're going to be upset if we, kind of wash that history away, you know, five, 10 years from now when we're listening, mm-hmm. like, you know, when Ava's listening to it or something to that effect, I was like, this, yeah. this is what actually, you know, this is what's happening as it's happening. Um, yeah. and, but at the same time, uh, we, what we did a lot of times was we, when we would be driving back and forth to the uh, doctor's offices, we would record in the car. I would use like yeah. my voice recorder and we just record it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. It doesn't sound amazing, but, but part of it is real because like mm-hmm. you're in the car and if you close your eyes, you're sitting in the car and you hear the, the, you know, the engine mm-hmm. and, and the street noise and stuff like that. So yeah, it kind of is what it is. I mean, it's, it is magical in its own sense. Sure. It's not like we're in this little bubble studio thing where we're talking about, uh, parenting and and sure like we're not you know experts on it. I, yeah. that was the whole point of having a show that that there's like right. look this is what we're got to learn as we go through it but and yeah. and learning about what we wanted out of uh having having a kid mm-hmm. um cuz you know that's stuff I never really thought about bef- before it was uh, a thing so so yeah I I think that you you might want to just reevaluate what you're uh, like allowing yourself to put yeah. out versus not allowing yourself to put out. Maybe be a little yeah. less sure because it's those people that do it their way and how they say it that end up, you know, people resonating with. Yeah. Yeah. Versus just being blah or like being yeah. like, well, we don't want to be too much on this side or that side. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe you need to change the name of the show to like feuding parents or something, but uh, <laughs> I know because that's I mean, I that's a little hard, too, because I don't want it to look like we just like debate, you know, like that makes us look like we're just arguing all the time and we really never argue. Well, debating so, and arguing are two different things. You know that. Yeah, no, that's true. But I take unless you are like, arguing. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, I don't know. The show would show that. But <laughs> so I don't know. I'll I'll. um let you know when the next episode comes out we'll see we'll see what comes out of it i don't even know what the next episode will be about we'll have to figure that out but yeah, that's fun maybe... like i find this so fun when we were home at my parents house 
and we got talking and my, my brother was giving him his input and I said, hold on, let me get my microphone. And he's like, why? I don't want to be on the microphone. And I'm like, but I have to record this. This is so good. This is such good audio. <laughs> my mom, my brother are like, uh, why does this have to be on iTunes? Like, why does this have to be a podcast? I'm like, because it's so good. So that's when you just pull out your phone. And, and at that point, it's the microphone <laughs> that you have, not the microphone that you want, you know, and um, we have yeah. we got plenty of conversations like that where you know, Melissa was with her family and she just hit the record button. And um, did they want to be on the podcast or did they have any um, like, did they feel weird about it or were they like, why are you podcasting this? No, I think everybody kind of understood a lot. You know, a lot of people when um, leading up to having Ava gave us like these books, you know, we have like three or four of these books where it's like, Oh, you can, you know, document leading up to having Ava and then you can document after having Ava and then you can have this can like, where I'm you can write, write stuff. A book. And... Like I'm much more likely. I, I, that's another reason I kind of want to have, I mean, it's, unrealistic i think at this age to have the kids on the podcast because nathan would just like want to grab the microphone and not really cooperate as much but i do really like the idea of gosh can we include some like dinner table conversations with our kids because i think like gary vaynerchuk said this and whether you like him or not um it, his whole daily v thing is very interesting and he said i like that my kids are gonna be able to go back and watch me every day like they're gonna be able to actually watch a video and see what my life was like every single day um throughout the day so it's sort of like a very mini version of having your own reality show is that you know we have of course we have so many like little videos that we might put on Facebook and maybe we're putting them on YouTube to save, but like what's going to be our home video in 20 or 30 years. And I think that for a lot of us podcasters that are doing shows with our family, it could be these podcasts that we go and we go on whatever iTunes is in 20 years and listen back. Yeah. I, um, Oh, I had something for this. So, so going, uh, and doing, doing those recordings, I, I think that, Oh, I was going to say, you should listen to, um, do you listen to Digital Dads at all? No. You should, I mean, you're not a dad, obviously, but you, you should at least give it a listen because okay. they, they get their kids involved um, with the show and, and they do a, I mean, they have like roundtable episodes, but but yeah. the specifically the episodes that aren't uh, roundtable episodes, they get their kids involved, they, they have the like, their what's one one last thing or something like that or one more, you know, awesome thing and um, they they do a really good job of, of that. And they even did an episode where, uh, was Brent was telling his, uh, they did like a whole documentary style episode where they were, he was telling his son about the birds and the bees. Cause he wanted to watch, I forget what movie it was. Um, it was one of the superhero movies, but he could, they, they were like, he, he can't watch it yet. Cause he hasn't had the talk. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was like, but it was interesting cause he had like conversations with, you know, him is he even went to his dad and like it was it's easily probably their most downloaded episode it was it was real i'll, yeah. I'll send it over to you because it's it was okay, really yeah. really it was the inspiration for birth like that that it was oh, that, wow. that good yeah wow um yeah my inspiration for the parenting roads was my friends uh mary and blake do parent cast and that's a great show. They were nominated for one of the awards at Podcast Movement. Oh wow! And um, they live, you know, here in Rhode Island. Like I'm actually, like I'm real friends with them, like in real life. 
Well, come on, we're all real life friends. Some of us are yeah. just less, more boxy than others. Yeah, I, they're, they're friends that happen to live uh, near me. Um, but yeah, they have a you know podcast together, and they you know it's like their hobby together. Like it's their date night when they get the kids down. Like they do a podcast together, um, and I really liked that aspect to it. I mean, one of the biggest motivations for us doing the the parenting roads was having something to do together because once you have kids and you're both working full time, like it kind of just feels like your, your household is just like this organization that you're running or like, all right, who's packing the kids lunch, who's cleaning up. And by the time the night's over, you're exhausted, you're watching TV. And it's like, we need a space where we're actually doing something together and we're talking to each other. And, um, so that's, that was another big motivation for the show. And that's see, and that's a case where it got nominated for an award. The and, and it's just them talking about their stuff. Yeah. Because you yeah, know, you know. So they, I, I don't know how much they filter it or don't filter it, but uh, they're like really transparent. I mean, that's one of the things I I admire. There you about go. So very, they just their most recent episode. They just started their their second season, and they talked about <laughs> paternal postpartum depression and. Um, they even said that it took them six tries. Like they tried to record that episode six times before they actually were able to finish it because Blake experienced like male father, you know, paternal postpartum depression. And every time they tried to record it, like he would just break down and he couldn't do it. So it was very real. I mean, it's one thing to just get on a show and like, give your expert advice. But that's one of the things that I love about podcasting is it is so transparent and you can be so vulnerable and there's, it's not edited and like, um, masks, you know, mask reality. It's actually, it is real. So, um, that, that is a great podcast. I recommend people checking out. Yeah. It sounds like it. Um, that's, that's a shame that he, he, that, you know, he had that issue, um, for himself, but uh, it's cool that he was able to, you know, turn it into something positive because again, it yeah, could help, like help somebody. <laughs> exactly. Help so many people. That was one of the things when my mom was asking me, like, why are you, you know, doing this podcast is because I said, I have talked to so many friends that are young parents, new parents, and we're all having these same questions. We're all saying, oh, are there other ways, like, are there alternative ways to educate my child other than public school? Or are there like, we're all having these same type of questions. So that was one of the things I just wanted to, you know, record these conversations because we're all having them. And then also you'll listen to podcasts where it'll give you the words you need to communicate something to someone, Mm -hmm. you know, you'll actually hear on some podcasts, Hey, if you're having trouble with this, or you're having a hard time saying this to your spouse, or you're having a hard time talking about this, give them this episode. And I've done that. Like I've listened to certain marriage podcasts and you know, one episode I'm like, I was having a hard time communicating this to Jamie. And I just said, listen to this episode. And like that communicated what I needed to say because they said it so well. Um, so I, think that's a really cool benefit of podcasting is it just helps you find the words to what you're feeling and what you're having a hard time talking about yeah yeah i would agree um it's not you know things aren't always easy to to get in that you know, not to get everyone's your a talker together. like us you know <laughs> that's why everyone doesn't have a podcast yet yeah yeah <laughs> So Jessica, let's uh let's let's just wrap up uh talk about uh Mapcon one last time mm-hmm. and then uh we'll we'll share how everybody can connect with you and uh find all your stuff and hopefully listen to season 2 of uh the Parenting uh, Roads. The Parenting Roads. Yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
So, uh, Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference is happening here in South Jersey, September 9th and 10th. Uh, we have so many speakers from all over the country and even internationally. Uh, so many people are going to be here. It's, it's a, you know, really it's a one-day, full-day event with an after-party after the conference. Uh, so after six o'clock, there'll be a bar and the restaurant will be open and it's, it's a big open atmosphere. So people, you know, you'll be able to see everybody and do everything. Uh, and, and even get interviews, you know, like if you want to interview somebody, like there's plenty of tables and chairs and places for people to go and, and take the recorders. And, and it's encouraged that you go and do that. Um, whether it's during the, the, the mixer the night before or the, the after party, or even during the conference, like during lunch or, or something to that effect, you know, breaking out that recorder and, and uh, getting those interviews in with those people that you, you you you're sitting in front of like there's you know you don't have to be the friend in a box type thing. Yeah, yeah. In person conversations are just you can't beat them. No, I I agree. In fact, I wish um, doing these these interviews for MapCon has been so much better in my opinion than doing a lot of the interviews that I do uh, for my Show Dreamers podcast because a lot of times the, the, it's just audio back and forth right. because we we want to get the best audio that we can, but in reality. Like I can't see the facial expressions. I can't see if somebody's ready to say something or or not say something. Or and it, sometimes it just it doesn't feel right. Like it yeah. doesn't feel like a real conversation. Sure, video isn't the best uh, compared to being in real life, but it's be. But in this case, you could be in real life and get it. Get a lot of those great interviews while you're actually here. Um, so it includes lunch. We got a Philly feast it includes free headshots, which is just phenomenal. Again, Jessica pointed out and so many of other people have pointed out that for the twice the price of the conference, which is $150, you can get your headshots. So for like 300 bucks, it would cost you to go get professional headshots done. You're going to get them included with the conference. Uh, you get the virtual ticket, which is awesome. So if you miss anything, you can go back and watch the HD videos after the fact, if you can't make the conference, you can get your virtual ticket. Uh, if you go to uh, middlelandpodcast.com, you can get both your ticket or virtual ticket. Uh, virtual tickets are $64, but if you type in MapCon25, you can save 25% off of that. Uh, I think we're down to like 10 people left uh, to pick that 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 coupon up uh, before we have to put out a new coupon. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a wonderful time. I, I, I hope everyone that can make it does make it. Cause that's, that's, it's really just the big party that's central centered around creativity and community building. Jessica, thank you so much for taking this last hour to hang out with me. It's been, it's been so much fun. I would love for you to share how people can connect with you online. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun to hang out with you this morning. Um, JessicaRhodes.biz, R-H-O-D-E-S. JessicaRhodes.biz, that's my home base. Um, You can find my videos, blog, podcasts, everything is there. And I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone at MapCon. Yes, it is going to be awesome. And also, apparently, uh, Dave Jackson, his wife thinks, his ex-wife thinks that he should have been a lawyer. I Uh, saw that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh, and congratulations on doing so many push-ups that I have yet to do, um, thanks to, yeah, to Mark Askler. get on them. It gets so much easier. I'm on my third day, and I did them all without being on my knees, so you can do it. That's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> I'll be back on Facebook Live with Glenn the Geek from Horse Radio Network. Uh, Is he going to MapCon? Unfortunately, he's not, but no. he what? he agreed. He wanted to come and do do a MapCon interview. I'm hoping that next year we can get him up here. He's yeah. up in this area a lot, actually. I think three or he four is. times it's a year. It's a big horse area. Yes, it's a big horse area. Yes, so. it is. 
Uh, well, it's, you know, with Lancaster, all the the Amish people and and Mennonites live out there, so you know they they they're using the horses a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot out there. Very true. <laughs> and we got a lot of 4-H fairs and stuff around here too. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, thanks again, and I'll see everybody at I think it's two o'clock later today, two p.m. Eastern time, with uh, Glenn the Geek. He's you're not going to want to miss that. He's really a lot of fun. Awesome.